Hey everybody and welcome. Hello everybody and welcome to the Steam Machine Podcast. This is Dalton and I'm here as always with the Brothers of Destruction. Say Willie and Nate. How you guys Hi, doing? I'm Nathan and I'm here on the show. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. <laughs> well today we'll be talking about Doom from 2016. Is that your is that your me impression? <laughs> I, lo- I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was my Dalton. That's pretty good. <laughs> got some bass in there. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, if you throw some Canadian on that, you'll sound like Polish. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, everyone, uh, as Nate said, as me, welcome to the Steam Machine Podcast. Uh, you already know who these two guys are. Uh, we, we've been through this. <laughs> we've ruined the podcast for at least a month now. <laughs> uh, been longer than that, I feel like. <laughs> uh, yeah, it ha- I think yeah, it was at least a month with... Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest. That's true. Um, yeah, this week we dove into hell. I dove into hell. Nate dipped his toe into hell. Got to hell. <laughs> and you did get to hell. You did get to hell. Uh, I'm just giving him shit. Uh, but like, first and foremost, gentlemen, how are you doing? Fantastic, buddy. Fantastic. So I know last week's episode, I kind of brought up that I was having issues with my ear, where they said that I had I might have a. Um, Cholesteatoma was the word that was basically like a build up, like a tumor basically behind my ear. I went to an actual ENT this week and they told me that, nah, bro, they're just looking at scar tissue from your previous ear tube surgeries. There's nothing really in there other than that. Uh, you just have an ear infection. Here's some antibiotics. Get out of here. So basically, I'm on antibiotics now. I'm hearing better and I have a follow up appointment coming up, but I don't expect anything else to come of it. So Thanks for the good vibes if y'all are worried about me, but we are good to go now. I'm just How's your hearing doing though? Like uh, you said you could only hear like ten percent out of one of your ears at that point. Like how how is it now, would you say? Yeah, it's not a hundred. Like like I've always heard better out of my right ear than my left ear, so it was really kind of a big bummer that it was my right ear that was going through that. Mm. I, it's still not at a hundred percent. I'm still hearing a little bit better out of my left than my right, but I, I think I'm getting closer to seventy. So we're getting there. I'm That's an I'm just glad it's not a tumor. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a tumor. I know last week I was complaining because I'd been laid up for the whole weekend because I'd been uh, injured and had an inflammatory condition that was like messing my knee up. Uh, my knee's a lot better this week. I can actually walk and do work and stuff. I've been working a lot this weekend, though, because I was trying to make up for the time that I lost when I hurt my knee, so I didn't get to finish this game. I got to about... Uh, I got about to the halfway point. We'll talk about that later. But, um, you know, I can straighten my leg all the way out now. That's really yeah. good. I can walk around and work. That's really good. I think tomorrow, to hit the downside guarantee I have for this promotion I have, I need to make 15 deliveries. So that's going to be uh, a tricky nut to crack. But I'll get up early tomorrow and get out there all day and do 15 deliveries. Hit it, hit that's, it. that's how I live. Hit it hard. Hit it strong. Hit it hard. That way you can come home and relax and know that... You did that shit, and you got that extra bit coming to you. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yeah. A nice little windfall. For sure. For sure. Um, How you doing, Dalton? I know you, your back had been hurt a couple weeks ago. I can walk straight. Um, it's still sore here and there. I think it's because my bed's a piece of shit. Um, but I can walk straight, so that's not, you know, that's better than it was. I don't have a nagging well, Good to hear pain, about any improvement. So, yeah, I, any, any imp- I'll take any improvement and, like, not hurting every day when I'm just sitting trying to do anything, you know, is is better. So, 
uh, let's hope I don't throw it out again tomorrow when I have to mow the lawn. Because that's how I threw it out last time, was cranking the fucking lawnmower. Oh. So, Take it easy, buddy. <laughs> it'll be interesting. I thought about trying to, like, rig it. Because so, it's, it's a walking mower. Like, I have a self-propelled walking mower. Because when I was younger, I crashed my uh, riding mower into a tree. And... Um, they don't trust you with one anymore? No, it's not that they don't trust me with one. It's just, like, now it's old. And it's been fixed since then and stuff. But now it's just, like, old and doesn't crank. And uh, I don't want to spend the money to try to fix it when I have a self-propel mower. My yard's really not that big. Yeah. And I now can hatch some Pokemon while I'm walking around my yard, hopefully. So that'll be cool. Because I've started playing Pokemon Go. Uh, the, the guys at work all play it. And we've, we've had a lot of downtime between customers here recently so like we'll just all whip our phones out and like try to do a raid battle because right next to our restaurant is a pokestop and then across the street is a gym so it's like nice all day we're just yeah. catching shit <laughs> and and just spinning those things to get more pokeballs it's pretty good yeah. man i definitely enjoy playing pokemon go like so I'll, here lately i've been trying to get myself back in shape too so i go hiking a lot a lot a lot and so i always have pokemon go while i'm up doing that yeah so it's definitely a motivator for just little bits of activity like that, even. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. You've been hiking really hard lately, Nate. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like my favorite way of getting fitness done, that and lifting, and I haven't really felt like going to the gym, and it's been nice, pretty nice out this week, so take advantage of it while you can. Yeah, tonight has been really lovely out. Sorry I had to get up to walk for a moment. I just realized I didn't shut off my air conditioning until just now, so the sound thing is going to be a bit of an issue. It'll be all right. No worries. Yeah, right. I'll fix it. Don't worry about it. Uh, now, I like to hear that you guys are having nice weather. Would you like to hear how Florida's been the past fucking week or two? Uh, Let's hear it, buddy. It's either pouring fucking rain or god-awfully hot. There's been no in-between. It's either, like, cool but absolutely soaking wet or nice and hot and misty and muggy yeah. and just hum- humid. Jeez. The other day, we were sitting out smoking a joint behind the restaurant. And uh, we were just like talking, and I look. I pulled out my phone and I looked, and it said it was ninety. I was like eighty-eight degrees, but it felt like ninety-nine. And I'm like, that's stupid. That is. Stupid. For, I was like, for one, they should just say it's ninety-nine degrees because if it feels like ninety-nine degrees, it's fucking ninety-nine degrees. <laughs> like that wet bulb temperature, or whatever it's oh called. God, yeah, the uh, the real feel, or they can eat that real feel can eat my ass. It's it's like, oh god, it's so <laughs> hot out here. Uh, for no reason and then like especially back in the dish pit like i'm just constantly steam coming out of the thing with the oh man so i just sweat while i'm at work i just sweat <laughs> that's what i do so i hope i'll lose some weight that would be cool <laughs> get rid of some of this uh some of this right here that I'm, I'm jiggling my second chin for those of you who can't see <laughs> oh man so yeah man uh oh one other thing i want to touch on before we jump into doom uh I've been playing the shit out of Pathfinder Kingmaker. Yeah, yeah. You brought it up last week. You've been really feeling into it, getting a lot of different character designs going. I really, really. So did you find it. someone you were? Did you find someone you really wanted to play as? So I think I've got basically my whole party now. Uh, I could be wrong, but I basically run um, my guy who is a fighter with one point into druid, so he can have a animal companion. So I have nice. a bear, or no? Yeah, I have a bear. Uh, or is it my guy that has the Smilodon? Sabretooth. I've got basically I've got like a Sabretooth. It's called a Smilodon, but 
it's a saber-toothed tiger. Uh, and then Tristian, my healer guy, has a bear um, because I put a point into Druid with him so he could have an animal companion. <laughs> uh, I thought about doing that for each of my characters, giving them each one level in Druid, but uh, I haven't. <laughs> And then they all mash their forces together and swim in the Megazord. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They form, like, they just come together. They form one of those giant Lord of the Rings trees. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I run, uh, and Tristan's a cleric with a point in Druid and then some levels in Sorcerer. Uh, I got uh, Livy. Is that her name, Livy? I don't remember the names right off the hand. Lin- Lindsay. She, uh is a bard straight through and through bard all her levels are in bard um i have a barbarian chick uh amiri and she's got all her points in b- between barbarian and fighter and then some some others uh that i can't remember uh, octavia is one i remember she's like one of my rogue chicks and and i just got one that i don't know why but made me think of you guys when i got up his name is knock knock and he's a goblin who's, who's there? there a goblin <laughs> a goblin who, goblin who? I'm a, oh damn Got it! Him. <laughs> Beat me to it. I was like trying to formulate a joke in my head, and that was where I went with it too. <laughs> I was like a goblin this dick, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's cool. He's he's a little badass. I put him in just straight rogue. He's like level 19 rogue or something, which is stupid because all my other characters are like level 14. So he's way more powerful than all of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been I've, just, I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, there's a plague going on that I have according to the game, like 50 days to solve in-game, and uh, I had a lot more than that, and I forgot about that quest line. Be nice to solve a plague in 50 days. End of topic. <laughs> that, now that's a, that would be a cool movie, How to Solve a Plague in 50 Days. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, and what's funny is that the plague is killing a lot of my kingdom, and I'm like, oh shit, I guess I better get on this. Like, I just went straight American. <laughs> like, Oh, oh, yeah. oh! You mean half the kingdoms die? Oh, okay. Let's 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 fix this. <laughs> Which half? No. <laughs> yeah, because and that's one thing that's cool about uh, Pathfinder is you can make like they have the lawful good, lawful neutral, lawful evil, uh, true neutral, chaotic good, chaotic evil, and chaotic neutral or chaotic yeah, chaotic good, chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. So like all of the uh, ranks that they have in D&D as far as like how you want to be you can make your character by your through your choices and stuff so I am pretty much chaotic good which is weird because most of my D&D characters are almost always chaotic neutral but when it comes to video games I'm more of like trying to be the hero kind of guy although although I would like to play through this game and do an absolute villain run like I think that would be interesting just be lawful evil or chaotic no be chaotic evil just fucking pure evilness incarnate <laughs> just like slay anyone who's against me uh fuck bitches i don't know i, I don't know i do feel like i i've never run a lot of D matches or matches D campaigns before but i do think that having like a lawful evil party would be an interesting thing to do although it would definitely depend on the people playing the game you know yeah i I had a buddy of mine who straight up refused to play in or run evil campaigns yeah no that's completely reasonable he he was like like, i I don't want to see that side of myself and i don't want to see that side of (laughs) y'all and i was i was like yeah that makes sense 
a lot of people, when you let them play an evil character, they do not tap the creative side. You know, they just go for the absolute god. Okay, yes, Nathan. Nathan is making the Dr. Evil hand sign from the movie Austin Powers. I think that would be like chaotic evil. Oh, not chaotic evil. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I don't know. Actually, I mean, Austin Powers negotiates with neutral people. Neutral evil. He's very... Or Dr. Evil. Yeah, I think Dr. Evil is a neutral evil character. Didn't get his PhD in evil medical school for nothing. Or he, he's, he's neutral to lawful. I was gonna say, he might even be chaotic neutral. Like, uh, and just he says could, he's evil. Because, like, you know, he's really never, he's never done anything super evil that I've seen. No, no, that's maybe actually true. Although, one of the funniest things... He's just a wacky dude. One of the funniest things in no, those no, movies just, to me yeah, was in Goldmember. When he's like doing this whole spiel in the beginning, and he's like, and, and the best part about it is, Austin Powers will never find me. When <laughs> they also doing that, and then Austin just bursts in and he's like, Doctor Evil, you're under arrest, baby. And it just pans to Doctor Evil. He just stands there and goes, Shit, and just <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The way, the way he drops that, it makes me laugh my ass off every single time. Mike Myers is awesome. I don't think he gets enough credit because of the Love Guru. <laughs> you think that the love guru has done him enough damage that people remember and think about that movie ever i mean it doesn't matter he's living off shrek royalties at this point he can yeah, do whatever yeah I, I think he's good i was gonna say besides Honestly, shrek nobody thinks about the love guru i think that's the last but that's the last uh action movie right. that he's done or not action live action you're probably right i think since then he's just lent his voice to things and uh, I, I'm I'm right. like, man, I remember Homeboy from like So I Married an Axe Murderer, which is a great movie. Great movie. Uh, I watched as a kid. Like, Mike Myers is the man. And his Saturday Night Live shit, amazing. But uh, I do thoroughly. And I've never even seen The Love Guru. I've got it around here somewhere on DVD. Never seen it. Uh, we're just all I'm, like. Oh, go ahead. We're sure that it's bad just from, you know. The fact that we have eyes and ears and know things. I don't think anyone's seen the movie. <laughs> I don't think anyone on Earth has watched the movie. I think that you might actually grab the Love Guru, put it in your VHS, VCR, plug it in, press the play button, and it just tells you the meaning of life. Because no one's fucking watched the Love Guru. No one ever. You just gave me an idea for one of the joke SCPs. The Love Guru. And it's like, no one's ever actually watched it. It's like, you think you watch it, Honestly, but you don't. As I was... As I was saying, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a safe UC, uh, safe SCP. <laughs> yeah. Safe class. Yeah. Class. S- class safe. That's subject, DVD. <laughs> love the love guru. <laughs> oh, man. Um, SCP-6969, but, baby. I would be convinced that it's Oh, not, God, do they have a 6969? That I don't know. You know, I'm just going to go check the wiki real quick. I was going to say, if you want to look it up, I'm not sure, but... Uh, I'm absolutely gonna. I almost, I'm almost willing to bet that I would almost like the Love Guru because I like all these Adam Sandler movies that everyone and every critic ever has shit on. Like I like them. I don't know. I liked Click. Everyone shits on Click. I liked Mr. Deeds. People shit on Mr. Deeds. <laughs> I don't know. So, but I also Mr. Deeds wasn't good, but it had a moment. There is an SCP sixty nine sixty nine. I'm not gonna read it though. Apparently, they got into the 6,000s recently. Uh, okay, I was going to say... Wait, no, you got to at least give me the name of it. After all of that, I need to at least know what the fuck it the is. The name of it is literally The Joke is Sex. Oh, okay. 
the joke is sex. Okay, so that so it's gonna be like one of the more memey comical. Yeah, ones. I was gonna say it's got to be a joke SCP, and there are a bunch of those in there. But it's not a dash J. It's not a dash J. It's in the main list. So all right, gentlemen, let's go. For, well, SCPs is a good transition into uh, demons and hell. So Nate, I want to start with you. You loaded the game up. What was your first thoughts? How did it hit you going in? To it playing classic Doom, then jumping to this. Hit me with it, brother. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude. So, like, the first thing that really hit me was I turned on Doom. I was like, hell yeah, let's go kill some demons, man. And I thought my computer was having a freak out. Because I looked down at my keyboard, and it was, like, flashing all these different colors that I had never, like, set up. Because I have it set to be a nice, cool, like, campfire-looking scheme going on on my RGB on my computer. And... It was just going wild and crazy. I was like, what is happening to my keyboard right now? So I kept like alt-tabbing out of Doom, like, what is my keyboard doing? And trying to fix my keyboard. Finally went into my uh, Synapse Razor app, and it was like, the application Doom currently has control of your keyboards. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was just like, just from the get-go, Doom already had me stressing out. Because <laughs> I was like, why is my computer freaking out and messing up right now? <laughs> it's pretty cool that they so can like, do that, though. Yeah, I, 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 like it's the first time I've experienced that with any game, so it was like a really neat experience for me because like I was just like, what is happening right now? This is wild. <laughs> so I, I definitely enjoyed that once I figured out what's going on. I was like, okay, I dig it, I dig it. And then got into the game, and I was just like, it hits different than classic Doom, yo. Like, yeah. it is so much more intense. Like, I was like stressed out the entire time I played this game, and not in a bad way. Don't get that. Don't get me twisted. Not in a bad way at all. But I was just so stressed out. Like every corner, something was going to come after me, and it was just genuinely felt pretty scary, which is kind of what we were looking for with Blair Witch that it never gave us. Yeah. So I was just like, man, this is wild and pretty awesome. But I am stressed the hell out. I was only able to like play like one mission at a time. And be like, all right, I got to take a break from this, and. Unfortunately, that meant that I really only had time to play the game twice before we recorded, so I only got two missions in. But from what I did do, I super enjoyed. Um, I was playing on Hurt Me Plenty, which is basically your stock standard difficulty level. It's not the easy mode. It's not one of the hard modes. Um, but it was still harder than I really expected. Like, There's a mechanic in the game called Glory Killing that you have to do in order to get like the enemies to drop things. And like even on that mode, I felt like if you weren't Glory Killing, you were going to die pretty fast because you're dropping health constantly just because there's a lot of enemies and the enemies in this game are like you run into an imp you think about what an imp is in the classic doom just this slow little brown dude that flows fireballs at you this imp was just jumping around like crazy he had the acrobatics could just like his dexterity yeah. checks were crazy <laughs> <laughs> And just fleeing fireballs at you. And then he could. I felt like he teleported, or maybe he just moved so fast that I thought he teleported. Uh, it might be like I know that they they jump around and climb a bunch. And if you saw one yeah. kind of teleport, it honestly might have been another one spawning in. Because <laughs> they just kind of appear out of these little portal things that open up. Yeah. So like, the one thing that really stuck with me is like at that very first mission where you get into this one room, and I don't remember what it's called. Uh, what is the core? Not the core. The uh, the gore nest? The gore nest, yeah. Just basically something you have to like reach into and to rip the heart out and crush it to make the monster stop spawning in it. And like I just remember seeing that, I was like, oh man, this is really cool. And it was just like, 
I just really enjoyed that a lot. And then, like, after you destroyed the Goroness, there was, like, a ton of monsters you had to take out before you could leave the room. And that was my first experience. Like, holy crap, I am so freaking stressed out right now because, like, any minute I could die to one of these monsters Dude, and have to start over. The waves are no joke. No. And they only get harder and more, like, intense because, like, later on in the game, and we'll, we'll get there and stuff, but, like, later on in the game, I'd bust a gore nest and all of a sudden cacao demons are popping and hell knights and and imps and uh wow. a, a summoner that i'm like the fuck were summoners in the old game i do not remember them being in the old game no I, so the, i think that the idea in doom 4 the summoner is uh, a new monster that's kind of the replacement for the arch vial instead of um reviving monsters it just like shoots at you and also does uh, add a few low level monsters. I was gonna say it's it spawns it's in enemies. Yeah, yeah, that thing is a bit. If you do not take wow. that out as quick as possible, it is going to overwhelm you with imps. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like like I was saying, like it just was stressful. Like I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought those segments were super fun, and like they did a good job of balancing it to where like you could keep your health up, you could keep your ammo up, but it was not easy, but I think it worked really well for what it was. Um, and yeah, so like, unfortunately, I made it to the second stage. Um, but one thing I really kind of thought was neat about it was I did find one of the secret areas. And when I got there, there was like a little doll there that was like a little action figure of the Doom, Doom Marine. And I just thought that was super cute. And I like, I like that Easter egg a lot. I love that you almost said the Doom Machine. <laughs> the Doom Machine podcast. <laughs> Um, Which is, if Willie had it his way, that's what this podcast would be. <laughs> yeah, I'll do them all the time, baby. <laughs> I, uh, I, I found yeah, three of those. I like that when you when you pick up one of those little Doom Marine guys, it does a little like... Yes. Yes. Just that little reprise of the E1M1 theme from the first I found the first one, like in one of the first levels, I found the little dude. He was kind of like out on the ledge on a box. Almost or something. Probably yeah, the same I think one that's you what found. I found too. Uh, I don't remember the name of that one. I know it had a name, um, but I remember I found one called the Silver Doom guy, and then I found one called Chainsaw Doom, t- Chainsaw Doom guy, or something like that, which made me think of Chainsaw Charlie, which is <laughs> nice. Terry Funk for any of those who don't Funk. know. <laughs> but yeah, Chainsaw, uh, the Chainsaw Dude. Which uh, there were times that, that Chainsaw saved my ass. Did y'all? Well. Willie, did you get to the part where you had to use the chainsaw? Because I don't think that it, you get it as early. I had the chainsaw. Did you? I found the chainsaw. That thing came in fucking so, handy. So the thing about the chainsaw is you get a limited number of uses of it, but uh, it cuts through an enemy basically instantly. It's just, if it's a larger enemy, like, I think a regular, like, uh, an imp or a soldier or whatever takes one, a hell knight takes two. Like, you get deeper into the game, like, a Mancubus takes five fuel, and you don't have five fuel to start the game. Wow. Like, you only get three. So, like, uh, you have to, like, power up your uh, whole Praetor suit to get through that. But, like, when you chainsaw through an enemy, it drops a bunch of ammo instead of uh, a health ton or of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the things that really helps is just, like, you blast a few dudes, and then you find an enemy that's, like, kind of got isolated and your chainsaw through it you pick up the ammo from that and you get back into the fight like it's yeah. um it's crazy how intense the fight sequences i are. had two mottos for this game which was abm and abgk yeah always be moving and always be glory killing 
yeah. always be glory always. killing. As yeah. soon as you yeah, think yeah, about yeah, glory yeah. killing, is it's fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just brutal. So a glory kill is basically like a, a Mortal Kombat style fatality. Uh, when you run up on an enemy that's been hurt, they like kind of glow a little bit. They have a blue glow to it. When you get close enough, the glow turns gold. And then you hit the uh, melee F. attack button. Okay. F, yes. F to pay respects to the fact that they're about to get <laughs> fucking wrecked. Because once you hit F, they your character just runs up and like grabs an imp and like fries their upper jaw and lower jaw apart or like grabs a caco demon's eye and stuffs it down their throat like just constantly doing these creative violent kills that are very similar to um like uh, these kills are based kind of almost on like an idea that was used in brutal doom which was a very popular mod for gz doom for the old doom games and um like when you do these kills, it's like little tiny fatalities. You're briefly invincible. You're, you get a little short cutscene, like two seconds long at the most. But during that time, you also, like, when you pop the enemy open like a pinata, it drops health and uh, occasionally some ammo too. And it, like, it makes it a lot easier to continue the fight because if you just kill the enemy with your basic attacks, you may be a little low on health or ammo. Yeah. Yeah, and you will run out of ammo, like, even though there's a bunch and around, health. and you will, yeah, and health, yeah. especially health, uh, except for me. Uh, so <laughs> a few levels in, I don't know what the, I so I joked with the boys about like maybe I should just cheat to play like play through this game and get to the end of it because I I hadn't gotten a lot of time in. So like I don't know, two or three levels in, I don't know what happened. I glory killed this enemy, and it like glitched me out. I don't know if it put me in a wall or what, but I like had to like keep running in one direction and jump, and finally I was able to move again. And when I came out of there, I had um, hold on, I wrote down the exact number: eighty eighty four thousand three hundred and seventy two health. <laughs> and that number never went down. My armor would go up and down, but my health it would go down and then go back to that, go down, go back to that. So I immediately was like, okay. Well, I guess I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> uh, up until where I'm at in the game now, uh, I did fall off a cliff at one point, and it killed me and then reset me, and it put my health back to normal. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. So now I have to fight. You poor baby. Now I have to fight the final boss with health. Are you kidding me? Come on now. Um, which, spoilers, uh, I haven't beaten the game yet. I'm going to after we record, um, unless yeah. I just dive right into our next game of the week. But... Uh, this game, so my first experience was Doom. I think we've talked about on the other ones was Doom Three, uh, which Doom Three is very different game than this. Very different. Um, it's very different than the other Dooms too. I could I went in starting to play this like Doom Three and realized that I couldn't do that. Um, I went into this and started trying to play it like I did Doom Two, and realized that I can't do that. What oh, just hit my microphone? Uh, once I figured out. I should play this like I play Serious Sam. Boom. Yeah, that actually. was when it clicked with me. So that was when I just started running and just shooting and running and shooting and running and shooting. And I almost never stopped moving until all the enemies were dead. And yeah, that started to make it a hell of a lot easier for me. Um, I also used my controller, which I was going to use mouse and keyboard. But then under the, like, if you go into Steam and do the controller settings and stuff, you can browse other people's controller settings. And someone had made one to make it more akin to a normal first-person shooter, so the sensitivity wasn't near as much as it was normally on the sticks with Doom. And 
man, it just made it smooth. So I just cruised on through. Um, glory kills all day, every day. Make it rain blood like Slayer up in this bitch. And speaking of Slayer, I mean, they have nothing to do with it. But, like, dude, the soundtrack to this game was fucking fire. I oh my just God, yeah. banging my head, running around, killing zombies. I'm like, God, this metal's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's fantastic, and, this, and I love the callbacks that they did to earlier Doom themes in the game as well. Yeah. Like, they, it was just, wow, chef's kiss, you know? And when the deeper you get into the game, there's, like, music that's, like, oh, it's, like, almost kind of like this kind of dubstep drop-the-beat type thing, but combined with these, like, heavy metal, like, vibes to it. Like, it's not quite electronic, it's not quite metal, it's something in between and just, like, very new and very signature. Yeah. The entire soundtrack. The Mick Gordon is the composer in this game, and he did a fantastic job. Yeah, super, super good. I would, I would be uh, curious to look into who they brought in to record the guitars, if, if anybody, or if he did them himself. I think he actually did most of the recording. It's fucking impressive. Like, I think he, it was basically all in his own studio. He had these all, not all of. I don't even think all of it was like actual guitars. I think some of them was like uh, electronic sounds, and then some of them were like actual like. Seven string, detuned, type sounds. My kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, as if I need to tell you about metal and electronic music. (laughs) Uh, It's all good, man. It's all good. All good. Uh, Wow, my mind just fucking blanked. The fuck was I about to say? Oh, um, but yeah, I like one thing I really enjoyed is once you get a little bit deeper into the game, you run into these monsters. Like, in the first couple levels, it's mostly, like, imps and uh, the unwilling, which are, like, just feeble nothing zombies. Blow them apart with one shotgun blast. Boom. Yeah, but then you run into what it's called, like, uh, possessed soldiers. And the possessed soldiers are, like, kind of similar to chain gunners in Doom. Like, Doom 2, I mean. They're, like, they have, like, a lot of firepower. And, like, early on in the game, you get a little overpowered, like... Because you, you only have your shotgun and your pistol and you're up against, you know, uh, the imps, which no longer get beat easily. They they take about two shots with a shotgun if you don't really dive it in, don't, if you don't get a really good clean shot on it. And then, like, I don't know, like, it's getting good. And then later on, after you finish a couple levels, you start getting your ammunition, you get your weaponry, you've got your... Uh, your uh, the heavy assault rifle, then the plasma gun, and then the rocket launcher, and then the uh, super shotgun, and the uh, the Gauss rifle. Actually, I think I got the Gauss rifle before the oh, super shotgun. Right. The Gauss rifle is like kind of an in between between the plasma rifle of this game and like the old school BFG, where it's like it shoots like twenty cell ammo all at once, like <laughs> like big heavy shots. And then when you're up against these enemies, all of a sudden it brings bigger, badder enemies, and it's like. The Hell Knights from Doom 3, and then, like, classic Doom 2 monsters like the Revenant, the Mancubus, the Cacodemon, the Lost Soul, and the Hell Knight. Or, like, I mean, it's the thing for the Hell Knight, but, like, they they bring them in, and they bring them in fast. Like, when you first see the Mancubus, you're like, it gives a little, the Mancubus a little cutscene where it, like, pops up out of the Argent Tower, and it looks, like, so scary and huge and terrifying. You fight it, you beat its ass, and then there's, like, three more in that arena. You've got a, it's like dead simple in Doom 2. You're back in the shit. It is not easy. Yeah, I think that's my biggest regret in not playing further into this game because I, 
the only like classic, real classic Doom monster I got to see what they did with was the Imp. Because I didn't make it to hell like you guys did, or even far enough. To, like, because I would really, I think I've seen pictures of it before, but I want to see the Kako Demon in action in this game. They're fucking terrifying looking. They're fucking terrifying. I feel like you would really like the Revenant because they they've gained mobility. They like have like a jetpack type oh, thing wow. on the back of them, <laughs> and they like fly down at you. Those guys are <laughs> assholes. Crazy. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, they are. Uh, I did eventually. I ended up fighting Cyber Demon. That was the. I didn't get that far into the game, so how did that go for you? Oh man, so it was a cool fight. Um, it's why I'm kind of like I want to finish this game to see how they end it, because um, I know I'm relatively near the end. And when I did the Cyber Demon fight, uh, he was the first enemy that showed up that had a big ass health bar that popped up. And I was like, oh okay. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out the Gauss rifle. I had some upgrades to it. Uh, I used all my ammo on him with that, and then I pulled out the shoddy. And started doing uh, so, like you could upgrade your weapons and stuff. Um, and the the upgrade that I used for the shotgun was the burst shot. So like you would charge it up, and it would charge three shots, and they go do do do, and let them out all three. I had that fully upgraded, so I just unloaded on the cyber demon with that. He was a big hulking monstrosity of evil, right? Of course, and you kill him, he falls down or uh, he goes down where you do the uh, glory kill on him, and you go up. And you rip this thing out of his chest that you were looking for, and he falls to the ground, and the thing in your hand rips open a portal back to hell, which you'd already escaped hell, but now you have to go back to hell. Uh, <laughs> so it rips open the portal to hell, um, and then when you get to hell, he gets like stands up and starts like having this light stuff surge from him and everything, and then uh, his health bar fills back up. You gotta fight him again. <laughs> nice that's intense yeah and there was also the shield man what were they called i don't see them on this little list i'm looking for uh hell oh, the shield guys Hellguard. dude hell guards yeah those guys sucked um oh i'm not even thinking about those no those dudes yeah they can kiss my ass uh the little main enemy dudes that were the shield guys these were like giant bosses with health bars but they could put this uh, fucking like green shield ball thing around them and you couldn't do any damage till it went away <clears throat> you had to fight one of them and you beat that and then two more spawn and you had to fight two of them at once and it's like son of a geez. bitch uh so that was that was a hard ass fight too um I, I swear i only got through it the way i did because i had the glitched health it's the only reason I'd I'd have been I'd have gave up the long fucking time before that, uh, because that like you mentioned earlier they don't fuck around, dude. When when you break one of the gornets and you go into that and you start hearing that metal start and starts getting louder and louder as these demons are spawning in. Eventually, dude, there are like there were times where I'm looking around. There were like fifty demons in this room at once. Now I will say I did open one door at once, and I opened it up. And inside this giant-ass room were a bunch of red barrels strategically placed all over the place. And then, like, a hundred imps and uh, unwilling, or whatever they're called. Yeah. And I just went, hmm, boom, shot the red barrel. And they just, like, in domino effect, the whole room exploded, killed every single fucking demon in there. And I was like, yeah, that was super satisfying. (laughs) Super satisfying. So I was curious, is there, like, a... Um, equivalent to like the pinky demon in this game. No, there is pinky. Yay! <laughs> I love that guy. Fucking hate those things. 
<laughs> like in this game, dude, they like you'll have like five or six of them spawn in one room, and they're all just charging and running at you, and you're like, "Fuck!" And you got to kill them. And then specters—they had specters too in this game. The, oh wow! The fucking ones that you can barely see. Can't see, yeah. <sighs> I mean, they made it a little. Was not expecting that. a little easier in this one. Like, you can definitely see that something's there, but like, you can't really see the sh- like uh, the full details of it. But uh, they're cool, man. They almost look like they remind me of like Noob Cybot, nice. Mortal Kombat, like that kind of. Um, but yeah, Hell Knights, dude, are bastards. It, I had a lot of like, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't beat it, but I will say that, like I had a lot of fun with this game. Um, if I had one word to describe this game, it would be intense. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like some hippies yeah. at a campsite. <laughs> it's just so in your face just boom 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 action 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 i can't even tell you what most of the story was about other than like you you're trying to save mars from hell yeah that's it and my one word description is stressful but in a good way yeah <laughs> uh, i would that was a, oh go ahead bud no, i was just gonna say it's just so much like you do not get a break from the moment you start like there's even when you're in your downtime, even when you're not fighting monsters, there's kind of this overwhelming like, oh, I'm gonna get run up on in a moment. Like it was also you're expecting enemies to like just run up on your ass and wreck you. Also some platforming I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I think the first couple levels really had a bit of an issue with me there, just because I didn't really expect the verticality too much. Like when you get deeper in the game, you get better with signposting. Like you see like. You see a green like light above you, and you realize, okay, that means I can jump up and grab yeah. that. But like early on, it's it's not easy to see. But when you get like the double jump, especially, that makes it a lot more obvious. Yeah, the double jump was fucking nice. Like, yeah, that, that was, it was really good. Yeah, it was nice. Um, but I found myself having to like I would go from Doom to Pathfinder to just like yeah. ease ease down, like play something a little more calming a little more chill afterwards like or i would go lay down and grab my 3ds and load up you know like mario or you know whatever the fuck and play it on there um yeah like that's the same pretty much me like i'd play games like all right now i gotta play super mario maker for four hours to get my stress levels back down a little bit yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's not an easy game and even like you guys both played it or hurt me plenty so um for longtime doom fans They've changed up the difficulty levels a little bit. They deleted um, Hey Not Too Rough, so Hurt Me Plenty is now the medium level, which is the second level out of five. And then they've brought Ultraviolence down to the third point. Uh, Nightmare is now no longer a joke difficulty, but apparently it's super hard. I played on Ultraviolence, so I thought I would be doing good. I wasn't. And there's a new level called Ultra Nightmare, which is just nightmare mode, but with permadeath. So if you lose, your game is just over. You cannot read to it. You cannot read. Question: it. Nightmare yeah. used to be a joke difficulty. Well, not technically a joke, but like when they added Nightmare to Doom, like it was not intended to be beaten. It was added to the classic Doom games to be like, oh, everyone said this game was too easy. Well, here's this difficulty with three times the monster speed and the monsters respond and all that. And Nightmare on this game does not have that. It just has um, more intense fighting. I got gotcha. you. It doesn't have, like, the respawn. It doesn't have the um, extremely intense speed increase. But it just has, like, more difficult placement and more difficult, like, ammo conservation and all that. 
See, the crazy but, thing about this game to me is, like, I did not feel like it was too, like, overly difficult. But it was just so stressful that it was hard to keep going with. Like, I, I thought it was hard, don't get me wrong, even on Hurt Me Plenty. But it was just, like, the toll it took on you mentally was a lot worse than the toll it took on you gameplay-wise. Yeah, I, I want to say that uh, this is the first game that I paused it and I said, I'm too high to play this right now. <laughs> like I'm too still like I just smoked two joints you know what I mean I was just ready to like end the night and I sat down to play it and it started making me fucking dizzy because I was having to move so quickly and move the camera so fast that I was throwing myself off I guess my brain couldn't keep up at the time and it made me nauseous where I was like I need to go lay down uh in fact I, I messaged you guys earlier I was like I'm gonna take a quick nap which never happened but I laid down long enough that I felt better and then once I got up and was able to come back then I was all right you know what I mean I equate it to um, when you first start, if you first start smoking pot, but you're also a cigarette smoker. So, like, you smoke some bud, and then you go have a cigarette or two, and that t- that nicotine combines with that THC in your system, and all of a sudden, you are, like, super lightheaded, and you might get flushed, and you might feel like you want to throw up. It was giving me that feeling, and I'm like, whoa, wow. why is this happening right now? But um, I did get a weird sense of deja vu playing this game. Um I got I went into it was called the Advanced Research Facility and I started running around in there and I'm like this place looks uber fucking familiar to me and I couldn't figure it out until I got to this one room I went into this one room hold ah, sorry hold on all right there we go uh, I went into this one room and it was like okay I know this fucking room where is it and then it clicked in my head oh that's right I have Doom VFR for PS4 which stands for Virtual Fucking Reality and it uh that's where you're at and you i think you're like a worker there or something i don't remember really because vr especially on, i don't have a playstation pro so like i'm running with the low frames of the original playstation doing vr makes you fucking motion sick at least it does me um so i didn't get very far in doing vfr but you're wandering around this place and this specific room you go in there and you have to activate this little robot that's like a what are those things that clean your house? Roomba. A Roomba. It's like a little Roomba. And you activate it, and it goes through this wall and goes into this other room and gets a yellow key card, I think it was, and brings it to you. And then you're able to keep going. And that was when I was like, oh, yeah. That's not in this game, though. So if that makes me wonder if they made Doom VFR as just like its own thing. Because I always thought it was just a VR version of this game. But that's not the case. I think it's a separate storyline in the same universe or something like that. Hmm. I might have to play it one day. I might just have to take some uh, Dramamine beforehand. <laughs> yeah, it, the, the, v, the VR disorientation. Because I found this game kind of disorienting already. Yeah, and, and, and I told you guys off air that like my big problem with the VR version was the music's really good. And you aim with your line of sight. So, like, whatever you're looking at is what you're aiming at to shoot. At least when I was using the controller, because I didn't have the motion controls with the the attachment. Like, I just had controller and helmet. And <laughs> uh, I would be shooting the enemies from their crotch to their neck. Because I'd be headbanging with the music and just, just lighting them up. Don't get me wrong, it was a good time. And it was wild seeing some of those demons spawn. And they're, like, right here. You know, five feet from your face, it's like, oh shit. But uh, it's still too intense for me. Like, 
I, as much as fun as I'm having with this game, I feel like this type of shooter is too intense for me. And that's weird because I like Serious yeah. Sam, but I feel like it's because Serious Sam is less claustrophobic. Like, you're in a lot bigger environments, more open. You're not in this tiny room with a hundred demons swarming the walls and the floor and the air you breathe. De- demon I, I semen. I Serious Sam is a really good a really good point to bring up because I think this game kind of Serious Sam when it came out was kind of a retro game at the time. It was like a snapback against the very serious, very procedural FPSs of the time. It was more about the arena like bringing it back to like the old school Doom game. I think this game like really uses the same kind of energy that Serious Sam does and uh, to a lesser effect like I think a lot of what the happens in doom 4 is almost less like what happened in doom 2 and more like what happened in like brutal doom you know like the mod that a lot of people played where it's like it has the uh run up and punch enemies to get stuff fatalities and all that and it could be that they took you know they took a lot of uh uh what's the word i'm looking for thank you yeah they probably were inspired a lot by that you know and also like but i think like this game like i think there there have been a lot of like in the last six years, five years, there have been a lot of, like, retro-based boomer shooters, as they call them, where they're, like, inspired by Doom. And I think that you don't have that without Doom 2016 coming out. That, like, openly panders to that old-school style where it's, like, very much aggressive arena-based combat. Yep. And I think that that's, like, I, don't know, I think it's really cool. And I'll say I this, like, this game, I'm always one of those people that says they don't like first-person shooters. I just don't like non-boomer shooters apparently because i thought this was a great time <laughs> yeah and, and i think yeah. you would like serious sam and unreal tournament and quake and stuff like that but i think like you're probably thinking more like call of duty this that kind of stuff where it's more like yeah. tactical like uh i i just i foresee you sitting out whenever we get an arma game because th- yeah. those are simulation tactical military shooters kill me now yeah exactly but like it's crazy uh, just on a little tangent arma 3 uh, apparently like has enough keys key binds that like you can use your entire keyboard if you wanted to oh oh, oh that sounds horrible <laughs> like, you got a you know a button to lean around a corner and like different different things like that yeah it's, it seems pretty wild also you can turn up your view distance on that game for as long as your computer can handle it basically like if your computer can handle running Armor 3 at max graphics with the distance turned all the way up, then you can snipe someone like two miles away in game or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's some stupid amount. Let me just try to 360 degree field of view. Speaking of graphical like things, I felt like this game looked awesome. This game is gorgeous. Yeah. Fucking like, gorgeous. Is this like probably the most like gpu intensive game we've played so far i feel like it has to be oh yeah especially for, like for the show yeah for sure yeah it, i feel like awesome. the stylization of it too like when you beat an enemy bad enough that they're ready to be glory killed and they just start like lighting up a little bit like that's so cool yeah, like, yeah that, that shimmer there's a lot of neat effects that this game uses yeah yeah absolutely um I was actually going to comment on that. I was going to say that, like, how did this look? Uh, I, I know I was going to say, like, other than you loading up No Man's Sky, this was probably the first game that was like, let's see what this PC can do type thing, you know? Yeah, and I, I was super impressed with it. Like, I, I thought it looked gorgeous. I checked my um, settings when I went into it to see what my graphics settings were. That was all on high, so it was, like, running everything smooth as butter. And, like, I was really impressed with how good this looked. And this is, like, obviously came out, five years ago you know what i mean yeah 
Now, how did it run for you, Willie? Like uh, on the like, graphics card, dude. It, it it was beautiful. Everything was a little bit shiny. It took a moment for it to boot up because I got like I think my CPU was actually was gating me on this point. But like, man, it felt good. It looked good. It played good. I got no complaints. I'm very happy. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I uh, I was like. I found myself wondering now my computer would have shit itself trying, but I found myself wondering like, I wonder how this would look with ray tracing. And <laughs> then I think Doom Eternal has ray tracing. Uh, so maybe one day, maybe one day I'll have the gall to play Eternal. Like, but I, I need a break from intensity, which is funny because like our next game, which if you're in the discord is apparently no surprise at all. Uh, fucking overwhelmingly one, um, might as well bring it up. Our next game is going yeah, to be uh, Fallout 3. Um, Steamy, the uh, apparently all-knowing robot, uh, heard us talking that you guys have never played one, and he put it in into yep. the choosing or voting, and the people spoke, and that is that is you guys get to play a Fallout game now. Uh, but there are going to be some intense slash creepy moments in Fallout 3, but it is going to be such a different experience than playing doom like it is so the opposite of everything that we've done this past week with doom it's like it's not super like run and gun intense it's like you want to take your time you want to explore shoot some shit you can use this this thing in fallout 3 called vats it's the very i think it's the very accurate targeting system is what it stands for i could be wrong um but it, it pauses time and you can aim at each body part and kind of like put points to shoot that particular body part. And it gives you a percentage whether you're going to hit it or not. So it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice and chill. And it's it's going to be so less intense than the <laughs> than my past few days of gaming have been. But if I had to give uh, Doom a rating, uh, I would give it eight cacao demons. Caco. 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 Uh, I'd give it eight. Like, it's solid. I think 8 is a solid. Yeah, for me personally, I agree entirely. This was an excellent game, and I'm sad that I didn't get to play it more. But, you know, life and just the general intensity of the game itself. So, I would have loved to have played it more, and I intend to play it more. I do. Like, I feel like this is a game that I can sit down and play a mission of one mission a day for whenever I just get froggy enough to jump in and play it. Because it's that fun. It really is. But it's also just that stressful. But to me, I 100% agree. Eight, with the obvious implication that it could jump up or go down for me because I've only played two levels, but (laughs) I do give it an eight. (laughs) I'm going to go with an eight and a half. I feel like this was a really good game. I really enjoyed it. It brought me back to a lot of the things I love about Doom. I... I need to finish it before I really fully grade it, and uh, that's an eight and a half with room to go up or down, but probably up like i really do feel like if i finish this whole game and get all the little you know easter eggs and all that in i'm probably gonna like it enough to be more like a nine and a half but it's an eight and a half as far as i got to play word up word up uh, i don't know if we brought it up on the uh the episode i think i think we brought it up in patreon but i do want to say that uh in each level there's the lever you can find pull it and it unlocks classic doom levels i thought that was pretty cool i think we did bring that up though but if if so, I'll edit this out. Or if not, then like people can just laugh at me because I have stoner brain and can't remember. Um, but, uh, I mean, if there's nothing else that you guys have to say about Doom, then we could go into some housekeeping. 
I wanted to say uh, shout out to Dark Aries, a uh, new member of the Discord. Joined the other day. If you want to be cool. Hey, Dark Aries. Yo. If you want to be cool like them, uh, you should head over to the Steam Machine Podcast.wordpress.com. Click that little Discord button. It'll give you an invite link. You can come join the Discord, chat with us, uh, us three, um, and our other people who are in the Discord with us, all those wonderful, wonderful peeps. Um, you can come vote on what game you want to hear about. Uh, we do the voting and such in the Discord. Uh, do have social media links on there as well. Um, I do try to keep up with those. Um, I'm not the greatest at social media, uh, but I try. Um, but there's a link for the Facebook and there's a link for a Twitter. Um, there's a link to my Twitch on there. There's a link to Willie's Twitch on there. And there's a link to Nate's Twitch on there. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and let these gentlemen plug that real quick before I keep going. So, Nate, you go ahead and plug your channel. Yeah, guys, you can find me at Turtle Bear Man on both Twitter and Twitch, where I do tweet and I do stream. So, mostly retro stuff on my stream. I've been playing Super Mario World lately. It's been a pretty good time. You can find me at Icebread Studios. I mostly don't tweet and i definitely do not stream very often but you know eh, i'll find i'll find a reason i mean you've streamed more recently than i have yeah that's true yes and uh yeah you can uh catch me like i said on the on the socials um i i think my my actual twitter is a steam machine dalton it might be super nerd dalton still it's one of the two if you see a fat guy sitting on a cannon that's me um you, like you're the only fat guy on a cannon on Twitter. <laughs> I would like to know if there are other fat guys on cannons on Twitter. If so, I think we should start a group. Fat dudes on cannons. Hashtag fat guy on a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm in. Like, if you pop into Nate's stream, like you'll catch me on there, and usually bugging him to play Stanley, the Search for Rocking Livingston. Uh, but. It's 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 a good time, man. Just come come hang out with us in the Discord. Come check us out on Twitch. You know, just join the community, man. We like to we like to see the community grow. Uh, more people to talk to about the things that we love, you know, whether it be video games, movies, any any nerd culture, wrestling. You know, you know, you can always talk to me about wrestling. Shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Shout out to the Patreon. Um, there's also a link to the Patreon on the website. Now that I'm thinking about it, I should bring that up too. Also, I do believe that there is a link to the merch store on the website, the Steam Machine Podcast.wordpress.com. You can get yourself a cool shirt with the old logo on it. I need to upload uh, some new stuff that I have uh, for some new designs. Uh, I'll get around to doing that hopefully sometime this week. But yeah, go check it out. Um, and the only other thing I can think of is if you would be ever so kind is to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That would mean a shit ton, an absolute shit ton. We're sitting at nine five-star reviews, so I would like to get that number up a little bit, I, but I do appreciate all nine of you that have done that. Um, and I think that's it, man. Are you boys ready for some Fallout 3? Yeah, pretty pumped to see what it, if it lives up to everything I've heard about it. Yeah, uh, I do want to get you guys the uh, community patch fix mod. Um, but we'll, we'll worry about that. We'll worry about that. All right. Um, so next time you hear us, well, okay, actually we need to hash something out really quickly. Are we doing a first thoughts episode on fallout and then doing the short episodes in between, or do we want to do a short episode next week and then go into fallout the week after first thoughts, you want to do first thoughts. 
I agree with that too. What do you think, Nate? Yeah, that sounds good to me, guys. All right, so next week we'll give you our first thought. First thoughts on Fallout Three. And uh, yeah, so for the Brothers of Destruction, Nate and Willie, I'm Dalton, and as always, guys, take it easy. Yeah.